Hi guys, this is Andy with headphones.com. Welcome to the Headphone Show, and today we're gonna to be doing a comparison between the Head Audio Headphone and the Hi-Fi Man Aria. The Head Audio Headphone is an AMT driver, over-ear, high-end, open-back headphone that comes in right at around $1,900. And the Hi-Fi Man Aria is a planar magnetic over-ear, open-back headphone that comes in right around $1,600. So the headphone is a little bit more expensive, but they both come in at a fairly similar high-end price tag. So let's take a look. Now just as we get going here, I will have my measurements of both of these that were taken on the Gross 43AG standardized measurement rig uh, available on the headphones.com community forum in each of the threads uh, for these headphones respectively. So you can check that out there and I'll link this below in the description as well. But let's just dive right in and talk about these two headphones. The Aria is a headphone that I've been recommending for a long time. You know, if you're looking into high-end headphones and you know you don't want to spend the crazy $4,000 on something but you still want something that's quite high-end, uh, the Hyphenman Aria is the one that I've been recommending a lot, uh, mostly because I really like the way that this does soundstage and layering and depth, but also it has a very agreeable frequency response that I don't think really requires any kind of EQ. And so for me, the Hi-Fi Man Aria is probably one of my most recommended headphones for the combination of great technicalities along with excellent frequency response and tonality. Now this year, Head Audio came out with their first headphone, appropriately titled the Headphone. And this is using a brand new driver technology. I, I should say it's not actually brand new, uh, but they're using what's called AMT or Air Motion Transformer. And this has been done before by other companies, but this is the first one that I'm aware of that is a full range design, uh, meaning that it extends all the way below you know, 120 hertz. Um, and the interesting quality of this is that rather than it being a planar magnetic or dynamic driver or electrostatic driver headphone, this uses folds rather than having it be a, a flat uh, diaphragm or a cone or dome-shaped diaphragm. It uses folds to, to uh, create more of like a squeezing motion there rather than the traditional pistonic motion for air, mo air movement, uh, which, would, which creates the sound. Um, and the squeezing motion means that you can actually move quite a bit more air uh, relative to the uh, the velocity of the diaphragm. And so this is one of the most unique, if not the most unique driver designs in headphones. And ever since this came out, this has been something that I've been praising, you know, for its overall ability, technical ability, the speed, especially in the treble. Uh, I think this is up there with other headphones that cost quite a bit more money than this. And so the question you guys have been asking me is, well, which one of these two is better? Uh, because, you know, I've been recommending both of them. And I'm going to tell you that for me, there is actually a winner, but you may have a different choice than I do. So let's first begin by talking about the build quality, design, and comfort. Uh, for the build, uh, the headphone feels more sturdy, uh, but I like the Aria's design. Um, the Aria is quite a bit lighter, um, and it feels almost like the build on the Aria is a little bit more refined, even though it doesn't feel as sturdy as the headphone. I think that's also partially because the headphone is Head Audio's first headphone, whereas the Aria, I mean, Hyperman's do, been doing this for a long time. So, you know, they've kind of got this type of design with the elongated cups, uh, you know, figured out a little bit. And uh, the Aria, I think, just has a little bit more of a refined look to it and feel to it. Um, but yeah, for, for sturdiness, uh, the headphone definitely feels more sturdy. I do want to note, though, occasionally people have been 
reporting that they hear a bit of that sort of crinkle effect that you sometimes get with planar magnetic headphones. Uh, and they've been reporting that they get this on the head audio headphone. I, I do get that occasionally, but it's only if I move my head in a certain way and it never happens while music is playing. Um, so I don't really have any issues with that, but I know some people have had that issue. And it's funny because that's normally something that you would associate with planars over anything else. And remember that the AMT driver headphone here is not actually a planar. For comfort, the Hi-Fi Man Aria is considerably more comfortable over long periods of time because it's uh, an appropriate weight here. This is around 400 grams, whereas the head audio headphone is ridiculously heavy at around 700 grams. Um, I find that, you know, in spite of the fact that the headphone is heavy, for a couple of hours, you are listening to a few albums, I don't mind it at all. I, I find it totally comfortable. There's no issues. But if you're wearing this at an office or I find actually, you know, when I'm doing my editing for long periods of time and I was wearing this, I found that, you know, after like six hours or so, it started to get quite heavy and uh, I started to notice it, uh, whereas the Hi-Fi-Man Aria did not. And so for me, the comfort pick is easily the Hi-Fi-Man Aria because it is almost half the weight <laughs> and I have, I have no problems wearing this for the full day. Okay, so let's talk about how they sound. And this is not as straightforward as we might think. It's not just one is better than the other, uh, but they do trade blows. Uh, for detail retrieval, the I give a slight edge to the head audio headphone in the treble. I think the mid-range is about on par with potentially a slight edge to the Aria, but it's pretty darn close. And then for the bass, I give an edge to the Aria. Uh, that's for image clarity, textural nuance, and that kind of stuff. Uh, but really, like the, that sort of textural quality, you really get that in the treble for the head audio headphone. Um, and I think, yeah, you know, maybe the upper mid-range, I'd give the edge slightly to the headphone, but the mid-range proper and lower mids, I'd give the edge to the Hi-Fi-Man Aria. And there may be a reason for that, and we'll talk about that with frequency response as well. For speed and dynamics, the head audio headphone gets the clear win here. Um, and it's, it's fascinating with this headphone uh, because it's not just punchy in the sense of like punchy in the bass like a Focal Clear might be. In fact, it's not as punchy in the bass as a Focal Clear is, but this has a kind of physicality to it for the entirety of the frequency range that I've never heard done in any other headphone. And I think it's partially because of this AMT driver design, the air motion transformer that they're using in this. Um, and I think that's really where that, you know, squeezing effect for, uh, for creating uh, uh, air movement comes into play rather than the traditional pistonic motion that you might see from the planar magnetic driver that's going on in here. Uh, so really, that's that kind of physicality. I'm just going to try and describe it a little bit better. It's as if every element of the frequency response has a kind of punch to it. Uh, rather than just it being in the bass. And again, it doesn't have that same natural decay as dynamic drivers. It doesn't have the same impact and slam as dynamic drivers, but it definitely feels like a physical presence to it. Like you can physically feel the different parts of your music a little bit more strongly. Um, and again, it's not something that's easy to describe with words. You kind of just have to hear that to understand what I'm meaning. But yeah, imagine that you just have solid macro dynamics for the entirety of frequency range. Um, not just in the bass frequencies that typical, you know, large excursion drivers are able to produce here. That that exists for everything for the rest of the frequency response. But in any case, the head audio headphone also sounds incredibly tight and fast and well controlled. Um, and it's funny because that's one of the Aria's biggest strengths as well. But I think that the head audio headphone is just a little bit tighter and faster. Uh, and also, yeah, the Aria doesn't really have much for punch and slam. That's the one That's the one key downside to the Hi-Fi Man Aria, even though I love this headphone. It's definitely still got a little bit better dynamics than the Hi-Fi Man Ananda, but not much. So for soundstage and imaging, this is also kind of an interesting category. The head audio headphone has better lateral definition and then lateral depth presence, whereas the Hi-Fi Man Aria has a bit more forward depth presence, but they are both 
really spacious sounding. Um, I find that with the head audio headphone, the center image is a bit more towards me. Whereas with the Hi-Fi Man Aria, I find that the center image is a bit more away from me. So while they both do well here, I think for soundstage overall, I'm going to give the edge slightly to the head audio headphone for like how far it can go. But for imaging, uh, I'm going to give the edge to the Hi-Fi Man Aria. And I do really enjoy that sort of forward depth presence that the Aria has. And for instrument separation and image distinction, uh, I'm going to give them a tie because they're both phenomenal in this regard. Like they're both exceptional and the image separation and, and image distinction is just on another level with both of these. So if you really like that quality, these are right up there with the best of them. For timbre, I'm going to give them both a bit of a tie here. Um, neither of them are particularly natural sounding. Neither of them have uh, the kind of dryness that I sometimes worry about in the bass, but they're also, they, they don't have that sort of natural decay that a lot of dynamic driver headphones have, like the ZMFO Tour. So they don't really do anything all that wrong here, uh, but you know, they are both recognizably not uh, dynamic driver headphones. Um, and they're not the most natural sounding for either of them. In many ways, this might just be the trade-off that's required for the kind of instrument separation and image distinction that both of these give you, and the kind of like super, you know, fast attacks and fast transients that you get. And that might just be the trade-off that's necessary for that. Uh, in any case, let's talk about frequency response and tonality next. And I'm going to throw the graphs up on the screen here, but it does get a little bit tricky with the head audio headphone for the graphs, because uh, this is not something that is all that easy to measure. Um, and just so you get a sense, the enormity of the pad and the cup design make it so that it is quite challenging to get this to fit on the rig properly the way that it would normally fit on your head. Uh, but I have tried, so just take these measurements of the head audio headphone with a grain of salt. Uh, but first, let's talk about the Hi-Fi Man Aria. Uh, the Aria is a very agreeable sounding headphone. Its frequency response uh, doesn't have any major issues. It's a little bit brighter than the Harman Target, which is the dotted line here. And once again, we don't want these to measure flat because these are raw measurements. Uh, and uh, you can see it, it's just a little bit north of the target there in the upper mids and the treble, um, meaning that you, know, you do get a little bit of a, uh, let's say, brighter sounding uh, headphone with this, but uh, you do still get perfect bass extension all the way down you know, below 30 hertz past the range of human hearing. Uh, the one area that's a little bit weird with the Hi-Fi Man Aria that's probably worth EQing is the, the mid-range proper there, right around 2K. Uh, there's a bit of a dip there, and I think you could EQ that up if you want to, but it's not necessary. Um, and then also, if you want this to follow the Harman target in the bass, that's the 2013 Harman target in the bass, because the 2018 one is ridiculous, uh, you will probably want to just add a bass shelf there, um, right at around 120 hertz, just boost it up a little bit, or maybe even lower than that, around 100 hertz, probably. And once again, if you're new to measurements or none of this is making any sense, check out some of the links in the description where you can learn a little bit about how to make sense of this, how to read this stuff, um, and then also what this stuff means for how the how the headphone is going to sound. Okay, let's talk next about the head audio headphone. Starting in the bass, uh, it extends reasonably well, but it's a bit uneven there in the bass. This might just be due to it being difficult to position it correctly on the rig, but it also doesn't really surprise me that it looks the way that it does, given that one of the biggest challenges for getting a full range uh, AMT design is the frequencies below 120 hertz. And the way that they've solved that, the way that they're able to get frequencies below 120 hertz is by having uh, variable uh, sizes for the folds. But in any case, it does extend well in the bass. It's just maybe not quite as linear as it is on the Hi-Fi Man Aria. On just about all the measurements, you do see a fairly noticeable uh, unevenness in the, in the mids there around 600 hertz. 
uh, between like 600 and like 1K. And while this oddity showed up on most of my measurements that I took of this, uh, there was one measurement where it didn't, and it, that's when I had it positioned in a very specific way. And let me just show you, this is the KB5001. This is the, the left side pinna that goes on the measurement rig. Imagine that this is on the side of my head. When you wear the headphone, uh, it kind of pulls up a little bit on the back and on the side of your ear a little bit and scrunches it inwards because the clamp is definitely present with the head audio headphone. When I positioned it so that the, the cup was as far forward and as far up as possible, uh, then it did measure a little bit less weird in the mid. So it might be the case that when you're wearing this, you don't actually hear that mid-range anomaly, even though it tends to measure like that. So moving up into the upper mids, nothing looks out of place here. This is fairly agreeable. Things look fairly normal. Again, it's it elevates at the primary ear resonance. There's no issues there. And remember that we want the energy to be elevated in this range because that's where our ears are amplifying the sound and then our brains are correcting for it. And then that's, of course, the difference between raw and compensated measurements. Again, it doesn't match the target perfectly, but it also probably shouldn't match the target perfectly. Uh, and I'll explain why in the treble. Uh, there's, you, you'll notice there's a few dips there, but a lot of that has to do with the interaction between the sound waves being produced and the various different pieces of the ear. So while it, it amplifies this overall, the degree to which it gets amplified is one question. The other question is, you know, is there anything that's actually impeding the, a certain frequencies as well? In particular, this is something that should show up somewhere around 9k hertz. I'd love to have a target that properly captures this, but unfortunately it varies depending on the headphone. So trying to get a consistent match there would be a little bit difficult. Um, I might still do that in the future though. Uh, but uh, this is supposed to be there because if it's not there, if you EQ that, um, you get this weird shimmering kind of quality there. So that's not something to EQ if you are looking at these targets and you're like, hey, there's a dip there, I wanna EQ that. Nope, you don't wanna EQ that. Uh, because that will introduce this weird shimmering quality. But in any case, the rest of the treble for the uh, head audio headphone is fantastic. This is a wonderful sounding headphone in the treble. It has tons of air and extension up there. And like I said before, the detail for the treble is nuts with the head audio headphone. Again, you get all that sort of textural nuance and tension that you want from your music in the treble. Uh, and I love I love that quality about it. So really, for frequency response, I think the hi and Aria maybe looks the best. It has the most agreeable frequency response there. Uh, but I think uh, overall, they're both fantastic. And I don't really think either of them need to be EQ'd, but both of them can be. Um, for the Aria, it's the mids that you boost by a little bit. And then you can add a bass shelf there if you want to for a bit of fun. Uh, I don't really bother taking down the treble or the upper mids. But if you are listening to stuff with electric guitars or anything like that, maybe you would want to. With the head audio headphone, uh, I wouldn't adjust anything above, uh, you know, 1K. I don't think any, it needs any adjustment in the upper mids and treble, but you might want to give it a bass boost and then EQ down that weirdness in the mid-range a little bit. Um, but for the most part, neither of them are... Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's required for either of them. Now let's give a conclusion here just strictly based on how things sound. If you want the best technical performance for detail uh, in the treble, if that's you, what you're looking for and say like upper mids as well, uh, I think the head audio headphone is a little bit better still. And it also has better dynamics and it also has that really weird but interesting physicality to the entirety of the frequency response uh, that I just love. And so for that reason, I think for sound quality, the head audio headphone is just a little bit better than the Hi-Fi Man Aria. Uh, it's just slightly more enjoyable and engaging. If imaging is your priority, I think the Hi-Fi Man Aria may still be the better choice. 
um, it, because it just has that wonderful forward presence and depth to it that the head audio headphone doesn't quite have. It's more laterally defined on the head audio headphone. But apart from that, the rest of the sound quality is very, very close between the two. And I don't think anybody would be disappointed with either of them. Now, with that said, I'm gonna conclude by letting you know which one I personally prefer and which one I personally enjoy a little bit more. And that is the Hi-Fi Man Aria. There's one reason for that, and it's because the Aria is only around 400 grams and the head audio headphone is about 700 grams. If weight is not something you're concerned about at all, the head audio headphone I think is the better sounding headphone overall. But if you are gonna be wearing a headphone for even just, yeah, like four hours uh, or more, the Hi-Fi Man Aria I think is the one to go for. It's just uh, more comfortable for longer periods of time, at least for me, right? I, I tend to be bothered by heavy headphones. Lastly, the other really important consideration for both of these is that they do require an amplifier. And in particular, the head audio headphone is one of the most demanding headphones that I've ever used. I would not run it off of a small, you know, portable amplifier or anything like that. Uh, to give you an indication, I was running it off of the Kyan IHA-6 on the, from the balanced output with high gain, and I was past 12 o'clock, and that has seven watts of channel. So, it, it takes quite a bit of amping and, uh, you know, you need to have something substantial there. You know, thankfully these days amplifiers with a lot of juice are coming down in price. You can find really good amplifiers, you know, under $500. But that is an important consideration for the head audio headphone. I tried running on this off of a number of different sources and it just did not sound right until I gave it, you know, the proper amping. With the Hi-Fi Man Aria, it does still also require an amplifier, uh, preferably a high current amplifier, again, like the Kyan IHA-6, but with the Hi-Fi Man Aria, it's a little bit more versatile. You can run this off of a wider range of equipment. You know, I think even some of the entry-level amplifiers, like $200, $300, uh, would be fine with, with the Aria. There's no problem there. So for the most part, my sound quality pick is the head audio headphone, and I do think it is worth the price increase over the Hi-Fi Man Aria, uh, but my comfort and usability pick it would be the Hi-Fi Man Aria. Uh, but anyways, that does it for this comparison. Thanks for taking the time to watch it, and I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye for now.